Welcome to Wisdom with Trish. I'm Trish. I'm your host. I'm a mom to six kids. I've been married to my sweetheart for 28 years. And I'm a life coach. But most of all, and why we're all here, is I spent 30 years chronic dieting. Yep. Most of my life, I've spent trying to be in a smaller body. And this podcast is about my journey to turning to God and trusting Him to not diet anymore. I found a path of health and a path of loving the space I take up in the world. And I'm here now to help other women do the same. So I'm so glad you're going to join me on the journey. All right, here we go. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everybody out in podcast land is doing well today. I am really excited to be talking to you. I am every time. Literally having a podcast is like my joy in my life. The only way that would make it better is if you all could come to my house and sit on my couches and we just have this conversation together. That would be like fantastic, but that's not how podcasts work. So I get to talk to you and I get to be your friends in your minds <laughs> and you're my friend in my mind, right? And that's how we um, get to navigate this. But I'm really excited. Um, it's been such a fun week. So as I've been telling you on my podcast that I'm now coaching and I've been coaching for a long time, people, let's be honest. I've been helping people go plant-based for two years. So, but God has been like in my ear about Trisha, you need to tell people on your podcast that you coach. Women need you and like saying these things in my ear and making something formal when I just feel like, oh, right now we're friends. It always feels weird, right? But it's just been so wonderful to just own the space and say, yep, I'm a coach. And I don't, I'm, I'm a life coach. And I'm a health coach. I do both because you can learn the do's of how to eat plant-based, right? Like that is pot, like you can learn that. And I, and I teach that, that I teach people how to do that, right? But it's tricky because what I really do is I help you manage your mind while you do that, while you make a change, because your mind is going to fight you. Your, our brains are just meant to be comfortable and they want to fight you. So that's what I really do. It's me, helping me or helping you manage your mind, making the change. And then we get stuck in our progress, trying to be more healthy and going in more of a, living a more healthy life. And when you're stuck, you need somebody to help and to come in and look at your brain for you and say, where am I stuck? I have used a coach in this process many times. And so I know the power of having a coach. So I'm just super excited that now you all know that if you need me, I can totally help you. Um, and if you just reach out to me and I totally can set up a free 45 minute session with you and we can get you started and it just might be the best 45 minutes of your life, honestly, if you're stuck right now. So reach out to me. So anyways, enough about that. I just have been really excited about that this week and really feeling the energy of owning what God's asked me to do and just moving forward. So if you have had God been telling you something, just move forward and do it. You'll feel so much better. 
but I'm really excited about the topic that um, we're going to discuss today. I think it's something powerful that each and every one of us has to deal with, and um, we're going to dive deep into that. So I was listening um, to a podcast to one of the women that have coached me, um, and she was, I'll put her Instagram link in the show notes, because I'm trying to remember what exactly her Instagram hanger is, and I can't remember. But um, so she, she she was a guest on a podcast, and I was listening to that podcast, and, and it, she was talking about um, the process that she has gone through to learn how to um, take better care of herself, right? And she said one line, and it was like a moment where like the heavens opened and I could, it, it just was something that completely impacted me. And it was the most simple thing she said, but it really has taken me down a path of really thinking about the, this idea. So what she said was, the simplest line she said, I'm the caretaker of my body. That's what she said. Just that simple line. I am the caretaker of my body. And that hit me so hard thinking of it that way, a caretaker. And so today we're going to talk about well, what it made me start thinking about is what kind of, what kind of caretaker am I? And I started thinking of all of the types of caretakers there are out there, right? And so we're going to dive into those different caretakers and try to see which one you identify with, right? And so um, let's let's dive into that. So the fir- so first, I was thinking the first thing that came to mind was how for years I've been a caretaker that's been like a drill sergeant caretaker. If you know the Love and Logic books, he kind that author kind of goes through different kind of caretaker parents, right? So that's what my mind went to automatically was envisioning a caretaker type parent. And the first one was a drill sergeant. And I thought, that's what I've been to my body for a long time. And what does a drill sergeant look like? A drill sergeant looks like, um, I don't feed you when you're hungry because um, we only eat every 18 hours, right? Like we, we intermittent fast. <laughs> and then uh, maybe a drill sergeant caretaker would um, make my your body maybe um, work out harder than it's intended to, or where it should be doing. You, you're not really listening to the body cues. You're just overriding everything because things must be a certain way. This is how it is. And you will do it this way. Right? Like think about being a child and having a drill parent, a drill sergeant parent and the joy of that. (laughs) There's not a lot of joy in it. So I really related to that because when I was doing my HCG diet, you know, I'm only, you will only eat 500 calories and I don't care if you're hungry. <laughs> this is what we're doing. And so, and, and you're only eating a piece of chicken and a piece of cucumber and an orange and that's it. I don't care if you need other nutrients. Too bad. <laughs> right? Very drill sergeant. So I really related to the drill sergeant. So think about you're in your own life. 
Are you a drill sergeant with your body? Is that the type of caretaker you are? I don't know. You have to decide. So the second one is what I thought of was a helicopter. Are you a helicopter caretaker? And what would a helicopter caretaker look like? They probably are weighing themselves constantly, right? Hovering. They're the hovering caretaker. So weighing all the time, probably weighing all their food, um, doing, you know, overly concerned about portion control. Um, Do you see that? Can you see about what a helicopter parent would do? Constantly concerned that things aren't going right. Constantly thinking that things that they, that, you know, we're going to need extra help. A caretaker, a caretaker who is a um, helicopter really doesn't trust the person, right? Like I don't, I can't trust you to make your own decisions. I'm here to make decisions for you because you just can't be trusted. <laughs> I've definitely spent time being a helicopter pair or caretaker, right? So there's that one. And the third one is kind of the parent, the caretaker that, um, the I don't care caretaker. And you've all probably had neighbors, a neighbor or two, who's been an I don't care parent, right, to their kids. And those kids just, you know, run amok in the neighborhood. No one's watching them. No, it doesn't matter. They just, those parents are just super checked out and don't care. So think of that as a caretaker, like, of your body. So what would that look like? A caretaker like that would be like, well, what does it matter anyway? We're all going to die. What does it matter? I just can't worry about this because it doesn't matter anyway. Um, maybe they um, have some cues that are going on in their body. Like maybe there's some pain or maybe um, your body's trying to talk to you, but you just, just you just shut all that down because you don't care and you can't be bothered. And it's almost annoying that you have to like, think that maybe you have to be bothered with it. (laughs) Now that one I find more in men (laughs) than in women, but I think women pendulum swing and they care. And then they have to decide that they just can't care because it's too hard. And I think that's what it looks like in women more is when you're in your, I don't care phase because caring felt really hard because you were on a strict diet and then you had to just not care. So we've all been in, we've all been a not care caretaker and just had to decide we had to let it go because it's too hard. And it is too hard when you try to do this like a diet, when you try to take care of yourself and it's about checking boxes and um, restriction and not meeting your body's needs, no one can do that longer than a short period of time. And then you have to not care because it's so exhausting. So they couldn't give a crap. (laughs) Caretaker, let's call it that. So then my fourth one is the, and I don't want to be insensitive to anyone that has an alcohol issue, but I just want to call the third one like the drunk caretaker or the caretaker who's trying not to be a drunk anymore. So they go long periods of time and they're super good, super good, super good. And then they would say they would call it fall off the wagon. And then because you fell off the wagon, you better 
you know, an alcoholic then just, you know, would binge drink. Well, a caretaker who is like this is trying to be perfect, 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 perfect. And then, and it's, oh, you know, our brains can't handle that. Our brains can't handle being so uncomfortable with so much restriction. So then, of course, you're going to fall off the wagon. And then, you know, I'm not just going to eat one cupcake, but I'm going to eat a crap load of cupcakes. I'm going to eat them all. Or, um, you know, and think about someone who might have an issue around alcohol. They also are going to say, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to start today and I'm going to be good. And so they're going to try again, right? Well, so does a caretaker of your body. You, what, do you, what does that look like? Oh, yeah, Monday. I'm going to start on Monday. But man, I'm going to eat all the things between now and Monday. <laughs> right? So are you the drunk caretaker? Where you're on the wagon or you're off the wagon? It's a little painful to think about, isn't it? Do you see how disconnected we are from our bodies? So what does it look like to be the caretaker of our body? Think of a caretaker that you really love. Like maybe it was one of your favorite babysitters that would watch your kids. Or maybe it was a favorite aunt or uncle. Or maybe it was your parents. Um, and think of how that caretaker loved you and took care of you, and had appropriate limits with you, right? So think of how that felt. And then think of your body, and your body weight is just, you know, your body wants to be taken care of as well. And your body is you. It's you. You get to love yourself. You get to love the body God gave you. And I'm not saying this about like you have to love the way it looks. That's a whole nother conversation that we're going to have on another day. But you do get to just love what you have. And what does love look like? What does it look like for you? What does love feel like for you? To love, to be the caretaker of your body in a loving way. What does that look like? For me, it's long walks. I really enjoy taking long walks with my dog. And it feels like a very loving action that I'm doing for myself. I also love eating nutritious food. That feels like I'm really doing something loving to myself when I eat nutritious food. I love to get lots of sleep. Sleep is as important people as movement and eating the right things. I love to get a good eight hours. I love that. And that feels like I'm nourishing and taking care of myself when I do that. Something new that I love to do is I love to meditate. I've blended my meditation with my prayers. And if you want to learn how to do that, go follow Brooke Snow. She's fantastic. That's she it, she has a podcast and she teaches you how to do more meditation in your prayers and I that has been so powerful for me. And when I am 
meditating. And when you meditate, you're connecting your spirit to your body. So that connection for me has been wonderful. So if you feel a little disconnected from like, you know, if you, you've had your weapons of war with your body going really good for a long time and you've been at, you know, at war with it, it might be a nice practice for you to meditate. And meditation, which I never thought I'd meditate because I just didn't think that that's something that would serve me and thought that I didn't need that. But doing that with the way I've been doing it is just, it truly, when I do it, and I'm not perfect, I don't do it every day, but when I do take time to do that, oh, it just feels like a little gift I give myself. So think, what does it feel like for you to lovingly take care of your body? What would that feel like? What would that look like? Um, Even down to how do you put makeup on your face? Like, how do you wash your face? Do you lovingly touch your, you know, yourself on your face? Or are you just like slapping stuff on? Like, even just the way we interact with ourselves, right? Just start thinking about what does love look like? Now, this is very much an action that we take, right? So this might be tough for you if your thoughts about your body are horrible. (laughs) And if your feelings about your body are horrible and you have work to do in that area, this will feel hard. So we're going to talk about that in another episode, how we can work on those thoughts and feelings. But know that sometimes you can fake it till you make it. (laughs) You can decide, you know what, I'm going to try to start thinking about this, that I'm here on earth, the most important relationship I have is with myself, my body is part of myself, and I'm going to start taking more time to think of what loving actions towards my body look like. Isn't that powerful? I think that that will be a powerful um, exercise for you to think about and to um, start implementing. Because all of a sudden that takes away um, the shoulds, right? Oh, I should work out. I should eat right. We're like all shitting all over ourselves. It's exhausting. There's so much shooting happening. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. You don't have to take care of yourself. You don't have to exercise. You don't have to eat right. You, this is your life. You get to do what you want to do. And so never do anything with a should. I should sleep more. I should um, exercise or whatever your should is. I should meditate. (laughs) I probably put that on your list today, right? I should read my scriptures. I should pray. You know, there is no joy in that. There's no joy in a should. There just isn't. So let's start working on intention. Let's think of our intention. And I found that my intention to say, I am the caretaker of my body. And I want to be a loving caretaker. That has power. That feels so much better than I should take care of myself. I mean, I just really, let me give you another one. (laughs) Like, yuck. That doesn't ever feel good. That just feels like guilt and shame and like you're not ever doing enough. 
But when I switch that and I say, I'm going to be the caretaker of my body in a loving way, because you are the caretaker, whether you're um, paying attention or not, whether you're being one of those caretakers we decide we discussed, you are the caretaker. But you can switch your intention of what kind of caretaker you are. And you might slip back into, I mean, I was a drill sergeant parent to my children for years. It took me years to figure out that that wasn't working. And even to this day, I've made a lot of changes and I very much leveled up as a mom. But I will slip into my drill sergeant mentality. And when I do that, I have to challenge my brain and, you know, go in there and really say, okay, this, this never works. This feels like it's going to work. I think if I just yell at my children loud enough, <laughs> they're going to be different. But that never works. If I boss them around enough, then they're going to do something different. But that never works. So then I have to go back to square one and decide, okay, what kind of parent do I want to be? How do I want to show up with them? You know, and I and I have to talk myself out of that, right? I have to think new thoughts to get myself out of that. And I'm good at that. I've done that over so many years as a parent that I, that cycle, I do faster. I can recognize that I'm falling back into that and, you know, get myself out of it and stop it. And you can do that too. And you slip into your whatever thing you do the most, whether it's you're the helicopter or you're the, I don't give a crap, or you're the drunk or you're the um, drill sergeant whichever one you feel like you can become, and you might even have your own. I might not even have listed yours of what kind of caretaker you are. But if you can just recognize it and then do that cycle faster and cycle faster into a loving caretaker, a trusting caretaker, a caretaker that has a, you know, a foundation of we got this, I know my body's doing its best for me and I'm going to do my best for my body. And when I slip up, when I, when I go back to my old habits, I'm going to recognize it and I'm going to turn it around. And the key to healthy living and to getting where you want to go is doing that cycle faster and faster. So when you, you recognize it, you think, oh, I've slipped back into my... <laughs> into my helicopterness. I'm measuring my foods again. I'm over I'm weighing myself twice a day or whatever you're doing. You can go, "Okay, this isn't serving me and I am not being a good caretaker." Okay, what can I do to be a better caretaker of my body and turn that around? And the more you do that and the faster you do that, the more successful you you'll be. Do you want to know how I've been able to eat plant-based for 2 years and stick with it? The biggest thing that I've done is, A, not decide that I'm either on or off. I just decide that I'm most of the time, I'm just eating plants. And if there's a time when that's not what I choose to eat, if I do something different, I have immediate forgiveness for myself and then I eat plants at my next meal. See how that makes this not a diet? Super powerful. And the other thing 
that I've done is I've managed my brain. That's how I've done this. I've managed my brain and when my crazy thoughts come up that I should be doing other things or this should be going faster or I should be a different size or all the things that my brain loves to offer up and that has offered up to me my whole life, I've learned to manage those things. And that's what you will do as well. You are going to be a good caretaker of your body and then know that there needs to be a little bit of mind management and know that every thought that your brain offers up to you isn't true and you get to decide what's true and then you get to choose new thoughts. But we're going to talk about all of that on another episode. But just know about your cycle and follow your cycle and start being aware of it and be like, oh my goodness, I'm the drunk I'm the drunk caretaker again because I want to eat all the things because I ate one thing. But I'm going to do something different this time. I'm not going to eat all the things. I'm just going to eat plants at my next meal. See that? Completely different intention. Coming at this in such a completely different loving and forgiving way to yourself. Amazing. So go do it, everybody. Recognize this week your thought patterns of which caretaker you are and then start getting out of that cycle faster and faster. I know you can do it. All right. Okay, well, everyone just keep enjoying this beautiful fall weather. It's the, like, I'm just loving my walk so much because I get to be outside and it's, I even sometimes take a jacket. So it's just wonderful. So everyone enjoy that and enjoy um, whatever part in this journey you're on. Just embrace it and be a good caretaker. All right. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. Until next time. A few things before you go. If you have found that you need help on your journey of taking amazing care of yourself and loving the space you take up in the world, please, I would love for you to come join us in my monthly membership coaching program called Breathe. Breathe is a place where like-minded women come together and help one another. I help you by coaching you and then I record that and then other women will watch while you are helped and then you watch other women when they're helped and it's this community where women are helping women and it's so beautiful there's a lot of other perks when you're a breathe member so you receive coaching you get to watch other women be coached and then you also get to have access to any course that I provide so right now there's two courses in the membership one is how to eat plant-based in 30 days without dieting so if you're at the very beginning of your journey that will help you so much now if you're a little bit further along in your journey you will probably love my course that is on self-care and it's a self-care course that you take over six weeks and it's a way for you to come home to yourself and start figuring out what does love feel like for you 
And this is a course that I usually offer just to a group coaching program, but now it's also offered in Breathe. Something else you'll have is you'll have this community of support. There'll be a private Facebook group that you can check in with. And remember, you're going to be seeing these other women be coached. So you will get to be honestly their best friends. It will be a wonderful community. And you know, sometimes when we eat plant-based and we try to leave diet culture, it's a little bit lonely. So that will be a wonderful support for you. The last thing, I provide weekly meal plans. I'm trying to think of everything I can to make this process of you loving you and you loving the space you take up in the world and you taking amazing care of yourself to have all the tools for that. And one tool to simplify your life is a weekly meal plan with a grocery list. And that will also be available in Breathe. And all of that will be available on an easy app so that you can access it on your phone and you can, um, it can be very user-friendly for you. So come join me in Breathe. You remember, nothing in your life has to change for everything to change. And that's the work we do in Breathe. Have you come up for air? Have you needed help to keep breathing? I got you. Come join us and breathe. Have you downloaded my free commitment planner? Okay, if you haven't, you totally need to. It's such an easy way for you to make and keep commitments to yourself and honor those commitments. Go to my Instagram account and in the links in bio, there is an option there to download that for free. Totally go get that. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. If you're feeling like you're missing episodes, it's probably because you're not subscribed. So whatever, wherever you listen, you just subscribe and then they will make sure that you don't miss an episode. Also, are you part of my free Facebook group? If you're not, you should be. Come on over, share recipes with us. And it's just a really diet culture free place to um, enjoy being online. And last of all, have you left me a review? Reviews is, are really important because that's how other people find the podcast is through a review. So how, wherever you listen, go ahead and leave me a review there so other people can get the help that they need through the podcast. All right, y'all are the best. Have the best day. See you next time.